Live at Stinky's Bait Shack in Dune Allen Beach. It's the 30A Show, presented by 38cottages.com. 30A Radio celebrates the small town beach life we enjoy here along Florida's scenic Highway 30A. Here's your hosts, Corey Davis with 30A Radio and Laura Holloway from the Storyteller Agency. It's terrible! She has beautiful eyes and her hair smells like cinnamon! Everybody, we be back at the Bait Shack. It's Holla. a 30A show. It's Laura and it's Corey. And boy, do we have a great show today. It's all about wine and beverages on 30A. Which so is, excited. Isn't it great? We're going to get to that in just a minute. We've got really, really exciting news here on 30A about 30A wine. But even better is Easter Sunday here on 30A. Our friends at Trebuchet have a really good day planned. Champagne and jazz brunch. Uh, they've got a grand buffet from 10 until 4 Trebuchet dinner service from 5 to 10 and you got to make reservations for this because definitely want to make reservations yeah Jim Richard does a good job uh, a great job really at all the restaurants uh, reservations are available at Trebuchet 850-937-7793 you can also come over here and hang out at Stinky's Bait Shack and wait to get into uh, the fish camp so, yeah come on over yeah come on over so that's happening Easter weekend it's this weekend so we'll see you out here it'll be fantastic uh, we have some really cool things that are happening here at the Bait Shack the month of April is the Stinky's Pompano Tournament and it's a month and a half long tournament it starts on the second the captain's party is on the first with the Forest Williams Band you've got 6P to 9P and that's always going to be a, a fun way to kick it off it is on April 1st for real it's not a joke it's not a, no fooling it's no fooling. No fooling. It actually happens on April 1st. So uh, they've got the kickoff to the Pompano tournament. You can get registered. It's only $50, and you got a chance of winning $2,500 in cash and prizes. More information is available at 850-622-BAIT. Woo! It's good stuff. So uh, we've got a table full of stuff here, and I'm just really excited to be able to have this show it's today. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful yeah. sight. I know. We've got 38 wine, and it's in the market now. And we just figured that uh, it was time to have a show about booze long overdue <laughs> long overdue about wine i know this seems like it's been it's just been in the plans for a long long time and so we kind of went to the source uh the guy that is helping us get it to all of our 38 fans uh, across the southeast it's going to be really really awesome we've got mercer estates in the house kyle how are you I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Did I build you up too much? Way too much. Oh, <laughs> you brought wine. There's no, I mean, you've, exactly. you've already won. Exactly. You've already we got won wine. This. We're going to wine and dine it. Yeah. So the first question that we kind of had pre-scripted out was uh, there were no open bottles on the table, but now there are. You saved yourself. Yes. It was a last minute ordeal, but we uh, went to the bag and brought out the goodies. Good. You do have a neat little suitcase for your wine over here. I'd like to keep it chilled. On what do you call that bag? It's a roller. Oh, just a roller? Yeah, just you need a something roller. Like a wine case. A wine, wine roller. roller or something like that. It's not like a person's <laughs> name or something. It's Jason, the wine holder. This I is, probably this need is to Bobby. engrave it in some Mercer or 38 <laughs> apparel, I'm sure. That's so cool. So 38 wine is in the market. Tell us the two versions that we have. It's pretty awesome. So first of all, we got a Chardonnay. It's a 2014 Chardonnay, actually, and it's going to be a 50-50 split on stainless and oak. So it's going to be really clean, really refreshing. Really brings out the beach characteristic, per se, of the 30A lifestyle. Yeah. And then we also have a 30A Red Blend, which is a 2012 um, vintage. And it's going to also be that um, style of the beach beach life, where it's very simple, very approachable. Um, you know, you can feel like you can drink it when it's, you know, sunny outside and you don't feel like it's a... Uh, 
big tannic uh, red wine. So it's really simple, really easy to drink, and pairs well with any type of food fare you got. Let me ask you this quick question. Uh, we've got Laura's going to grill you with uh, the, her famous segment. She promised she wouldn't. That's coming up <laughs> in a minute. But what parts of 38 did you integrate into the wines? What did you look at on 38 and say this is important for the wine? Well, I know that um, when we sat down and discussed what we wanted to bring to the 38 community, I know that uh, Mike Ragsdale and the team, uh, we actually brought him out to the winery, and they really conveyed their appreciation for the beach and brought that to the Mercer family and also our winemaker, Jessica Manel. And uh, with everything that's, that they had and the conversation they had, they really brought in uh, a beach Chardonnay and a really um, approachable red wine. That's awesome. Tell us about Mercer. So the Mercer family is a uh, fifth-generation family-run farm. Uh, the Mercers actually settled Washington State back in 1886. And I actually shouldn't say state because Washington wasn't even a state until 1889. So, so what was it? Like territory. the frontier? The frontier, the wild frontier, the wild, wild west, right? Wow. Wicked, wicked wild. <laughs> it always comes back to You're that. You're welcome, Will Smith. Free that, promo. <laughs> that's the third podcast you've done, wicked, wicked wild on. That's funny. Back to back to uh, uh, back to the Mercer store. Yes. <laughs> so now you got me all confused here. So okay. we're, we settled Why? the Northwest back in 1886, and uh, we've really been ranching the same piece of property out in the Horse Heaven Hills now uh, since the early 1900s. That's cool. cool. How, yeah. So I heard this the other day about wine. What elevation is it made, or what or were they grown at? What, what is the importance of elevation to wine? Well, in Washington State, anyways, um, it's really a rolling hill. It's really a desert climate out there. Uh, it's very desolate. Desolate? Yeah, that's it. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> Getting ahead of myself here. It's okay. Um, so, you know, in the daytime, it gets to be about 120 degrees. In nighttime, it cools down to that 60, 65 degrees. So it's really ideal for growing grapes because uh, we can stress the vines. Uh, they really nestle into the nutrients in the soil and really um, brings – as long as we have water and sun – we're, yeah. he we're heaven, and that's what we got. We got plenty of sun, obviously, with the desert climate. And then we got the uh, water rights off the Columbia River, so that really, really helps us uh, grow these grapes. It's very cool. So, yeah, I love that. So Laura is an avid wine drinker, and on the table today we have both versions. Uh, you're into the, wi the white right now. I, I like white because I feel like it's appropriate for – I'm a beach person, obviously, where I live. Um, but – White to me is beach and red to me is camping. I feel like whenever we go camping, we always open up a red. It's more of us sitting around the campfire. What I love about this, the white, is it's a screw top. So there's never a running into Tom Thumb to try to find a, a, a corkscrew for when you're headed to the headed to the beach. That's really cool. See, the way I see the two wines, so I relate red to steak. Yeah. And then I white relate to white fish. to we ran out of red. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's, I like white, and I love, the, I love, I love okay, the bottles. Right. Um, I mean, obviously, the 38 logo is such a, it's such an iconic logo. I mean, you see it all over the country, even all over the world now. And the simplicity of the label design is so I'm, – I'm one of those people that when I go to buy wine, I'm always drawn to the label. I'm one of those people that's like, oh, it's a pretty label. I bet it's a good wine. This label, I mean, people are just going to be falling all over this because it's so it's such an iconic symbol of this place, and I'm I'm excited. No doubt, and I know we mentioned the screw cap on the on the uh, white wine, but we're also on the next vintage of the red. That's also going to be screw cap. All right. So we're going to be both of them will be in Stelvin. Um, so that'll be nice for the beachgoer, the camper per se, like you said. Um, so we'll be ready to go on the screw caps on both of them in the next vintage. What does the cork 
look like? Is there special labeling? Does it say 38 on the cork? Well, no, we kept it simple. We kept okay. it. It's a, it just says Mercer on it. All right. So, so those won't be like vintage corks after you come out with the with the screw top. No, no. Okay. But I think another good point you just mentioned is the screw caps do have the embossed oh, 38 that. logo on the tops of them. Very cool. So it's definitely a collector's item, and I know people are making artwork out of corks, but also people are making artwork out of the screw caps. Very cool. Our next production meeting or big meeting is going to be like, hey, I listened to the podcast. I'm really thinking we should put 38 on the corks now. <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> Mike's going to say it. Watch out. That's going to be good. So we have a, a really cool segment uh, that we do every time when we have cool guests that bring us wine bottles. Uh, and it's called Release Alora. And these are questions that we do not predetermine. So Release Alora. I'm going to hold my breath. And I pretty much just make them up as I go. So if it's something totally weird and random, just give me the wink, wink, and we'll move on to something else. I'll just say next. I'll just say pass, pass. Have you seen Midnight (laughs) in Paris? I'm sure that's coming. Pass. I was going to word it a different way. Okay. Um, If you were going to open up that bottle of wine, either bottle of wine with anyone from past, present, future, anyone in history, dead or alive, who would it be? I would uh, probably George Washington. Okay. There's actually a little family history with the Mercers in George Washington. Uh, Hugh Mercer um, settled in the States from Scottish descent, but was a uh, general in the Continental Army. Okay. And uh, George Washington's personal physician and a general. So uh, I'd really like to pick his brain and see what he was thinking if he thought that the Mercers would have come this far and far in life and where we are today. Wow. Quick that was question, deep. though. Didn't he have wooden teeth? Yeah, he drank, so much, gotta make he drank too much wine. Yeah, but the red wine, I mean, it would stain the teeth, wouldn't it? So that would look really weird as a president. I'm just saying he might want to stick with the white. Stick with the white. Yeah, okay. You might enjoy that. All right. All right, there's been a lot of scientific evidence based around the science of music being played around plants as they grow. What do you think the 30A wine would like to listen to as it grows along the vine? I'm thinking a little Bob Marley. Yeah, Let's right. Keep it beachy, keep Love it going. It. I like it. So okay, we'll cool. stay with Bob. Um, if you were going to take one of these 30A wine bottles, empty, put a note in it, and throw it out into the Gulf, which you shouldn't do because it's littering, but let's go back in time when that was acceptable and not a, a hazard to marine life, what would your note say? Live life to the fullest. Wow. Keep it simple. He's so ready. I can't stump him with anything. Uh, he is good. All right. What is the most bougie, annoying thing you've ever heard someone say when they tasted a glass of wine that was totally off, like not saying, oh, this is buttery and oaky, but like the most ridiculous thing they've ever said it tasted like? There's just so many. I don't even know where to start. You definitely <laughs> stumped me on that one. And um, just remember, we're not done with this podcast. It could be coming. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to taste it. We're going to tell you exactly what we think. We're going to circle like. back to that one. Here, yeah. Come back to me in five minutes. All right. <laughs> Let um, me see what Corey says, and then I'll tell you what it is. All right. If you're not drinking wine, what's your go-to drink of choice? Um, I'm a beer guy. I like the, I like some craft beer. So after after a good day's hard work of drinking wine all day, like like I do, you know, it's nice to sit in a little craft, craft beer for sure. All right. God, he sounds like us. It's like... What'd you do at work today, Corey? Well, I was out at Seaside. I sat at the beach chair for a while. I did some radio. You're like drinking it's wine work. all day. It's, <laughs> it's work. It's work. It's work. Somebody's got to do it, right? Yeah. All right. At Mercer Estates, when the day is done and everybody's hung up their hats, does everybody get together and go do, like, what's their, what's the go-to go-out place near the estates? Do y'all go out together? Probably the Horse Heaven Hills Saloon. Oh, nice. I would probably say that's the place where, you know, I live here actually locally. Okay. So um, I just hang out with the 38 folks. That's yeah. what I do when I'm when I'm done. Yeah. Um, but I would say, you know, when I'm taking people out there and, uh, you know, I think Joanne and, and Mike, we went out there to the Horse Heaven Hills Saloon and had a beer and kicked back and pretty nostalgic place per se. Do they play music at the saloon, like live music? 
You know, they probably do at night, but we're always there for lunch. Okay. All right. I think we could do the show from out there. I think we should do I that. Think we should definitely yeah. Mike, are you listening? Could. Yeah. We'd All like right. to go out there and do a show from there. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, we are all taking a sip of the white. That's the Chardonnay. Get a little it's, sip here. it's very good, and we actually yes, do. We, we, have, we yeah. cheers. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. There it is. We can do this. It's fine. That's good. I like it. Again, it's refreshing. Clean, refreshing. Put that in a go cup and walk around. with The best it. part about this wine is people come here, enjoy it, and then they'll take it back with them to wherever they're from. And when they open that up, they'll have a sense of the beach. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the Chardonnay does. It really reminds you. Of clean, crisp, crisp, refreshing lifestyle. For the sure. Chardonnay is going to work on the beach here. I can tell you that. Yep. It's now, good, what it's kind of grapes? Tell me about the difference in the grapes. Tell me about the so process. So, on, uh, on the farm, we grow about 17 different types of grapes. Okay. So, we definitely have your typical Cabernet, Chardonnay, mm-hmm. Pinot Gris, Sauv Blanc. But we do uh, Cinso, Cunois, Malbec, Grenache, Mavedra. I mean, so... The list is long. Okay. Um, so in the red blend, it's going to be Merlot-based, but we're going to have some Cabernet, some Shiraz, some Cab Franc. Those are the main varietals, but then we have a little splash of Tempranillo, some Sangiovese, some Malbec. So nice. definitely I call it a field blend. Nice. <laughs> so is it a, do, you, do you officially call a winery where they grow everything, is it a farm or is it an orchard? It's an estate. It's an estate. Uh, Let's go that. A winery estate. It's an estate. Winery estate. Okay. What are terms that people should know about drinking wine? If you've never had wine and you're going to try and impress somebody. And you want to sound fancy. Yeah, if you want to sound like you really know, give me like two or three words that they'll be like, how did he even know that? No, I think it's, it's, it's simple. It's all about what you taste and what you smell. Um, you know, I've never been a big fruit eater, um, but when you swirl a glass, you always smell something. Yeah. You know, the question is, what do you smell? I don't think there's necessarily any right or wrong answers. And just having your opinion and sticking to your opinions. I think there's got to be a wrong answer there. I'm going to disagree with you because I get out to Napa about once a year. And sure. this year I took my mom. Um, we went to a little girls weekend. And we were cracking up because we were at the um, Castilla de Amorosa. And the people there, there was a lot of fancy foreign wine tasters there. And they were... Um, using all these big fancy words you know this has an oaky taste with a buttery feel and it has the aroma of whatever so we were kind of making fun of that in our own way and we would sniff it and be like oh it's you know it tastes like the the gum that's caught on the underside of a nike shoe after a long run through the whatever so (laughs) if you are going to do a ridiculous (laughs) smell and an assessment of a wine Mm -hmm. um can we see what that would sound like I don't know. I just I just lost my I know. I just sta- lost my glass. I'm staging a promotional photo here to make it look like Laura's been drinking the whole podcast. Okay, go ahead. Good, you can good. have your wine back. Go ahead. <laughs> so we'll do the the make swirl on the like, table. Okay. All right. You can hear that. Now why on the table? Keeps it Well, flat. if you're really good, you can Okay. You can without hold it up splashing there. it out. Okay. Like Stability, Laura. Okay. Stability. All right. I just so want to learn. Stick your nose in, take a deep breath. Okay. Breathe out your nose. You're going to f- I smell pineapple on that. What do you, what do you smell? Obviously, we're uh, tasting the Chardonnay here. I smell a hula right. skirt covered in dandelion flowers. <laughs> I, smell I, don't, I need the smell again. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got that now. Yep, smell it now. It might be a little off because we are at Stinky's Bait Shack. So. I smell apple. A little green all, apple? Yeah, maybe I green smell apple? A green yeah. apple. Yeah. Yep. Well, you guys are snobs. We're, sno- we're snobbing so it out snobby, right now. I know. Is this mine? You took mine. Okay. So, okay. So, Kyle, what's uh, what's the process of getting a beer or a uh, wine like this out? It's it's made. Now you guys are putting it out. So, where is it going out to? 
Well, we've got a lot of obviously a lot of different places on 30A that are interested in carrying this. Um, a lot of local restaurants here. Uh, a lot of independent uh, retail shops are interested in this. Uh, actually, we just uh, shipped it for the first time this week. Um, so it's here. It's getting out in the market, and you know, I, I believe that they're talking about having a 30A app that'll tell you exactly where you can purchase and where you can buy nice. the wine. So coming to a restaurant shop near you. Are we allowed to divulge some of the uh, bigger spaces that are going to have the wine? Are you allowed to let that out of the bag or not? No. He doesn't okay. seem sure All about right. that. But the, a good point would be no matter where you go, request it, and then that'll help kind of get the word out about, about people carrying it. Yeah, I think I think to the reception, uh, you know, we kicked this off a couple weeks ago down at the 30A Wine Festival, and people were, they heard about it um, through social media, obviously, and for the first time seeing the label, uh, a lot of people want to see what's what's in the bottle. Yeah. You know, the label is very gravitating, no doubt about it, but I think people want to know what's in the bottle. Is, is it something where I'll try, I'm like, oh, that was okay, or is it something like, hey, give me another glass? Yeah. And I think or that- Or a bottle. The, yeah, or a bottle or a case. <laughs> you never know. Case. So I think it was very important that the 38 team really sought out the Mercer family and understood what it's going to take to to get that second second glass, you know. And it's um, when you're talking about a state grown fruit, you know, there's not a phantom winery on this. You know, we're family owned. We have a lot of same principles in life. Um, you know, we're f- a fully sustainable operation. And obviously, being on 38 in the beach, that's something that we want to be able to give back to the beach. And we do the same thing on the farm in the in the environment up there too. So. I think it's right on point. Yeah. I agree with you. I think it's right on point, too. And we congratulate you guys. I'm obviously so uh, excited. part of the company that this has been launched under, but it's fabulous. Oh, I, yeah. I, I would tell you that I, I'm, a, I'm a big red drinker, and uh, I'm a fan of the Chardonnay. And that's tough to, for me to say because I don't drink white wine. Breaking really news. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> I'm drinking white wine now. And it's Chardonnay. And it's fantastic. Well, a lot of the a lot of the res- um, responses we got about the Chardonnay is people say, "Oh, I'm a cab drinker. I like red wine." Um, but when they try the Chardonnay, they're like, "Wow, I'd, I would drink that." And it's really a red wine drinker Chardonnay, if that makes any sense. Because I think if you go to the beach and you had this big, powerful, oaky Cabernet, you're not necessarily going to want to open that up on the beach. No, yeah. And so you're looking for something. A little bit different but still stays in your taste profile and i think the chardonnay is that gateway for a red wine drinker to try a chardonnay it's not a big butterball it's not a, like you're drinking a two by four like big oaky so it's very very approachable so tell us the websites that are involved with the 30a wine you got 30awine.com 30awine.com and then you can go to um, mercerwine.com is uh, our website uh, beautiful well, website by the way it's yeah it looks very great. interactive yeah, very interactive friendly uh, if you want to know anything about any particular wine, you want to know about the family history, mm-hmm. uh, it's all there and very accessible and easy to navigate, per se. I have a very important question. Did you bring me a bottle? Oh, what's that right there? Oh. Yeah! <laughs> all right, I'm Absolutely. That. And that, <laughs> Gifts that, for all. That is the correct answer. <laughs> Gifts for all. That's good. Well, thank you so much for coming by today. 38 Wine is available within the market. Be looking for it and be asking for it. Asking right? for it, absolutely. Yeah, and be should, asking for it. Yep. Yeah, what you got? Nope. That's it? Nope. No nope. more crazy we're questions done. for me? Good. We're done. I think we're done. <laughs> Let's Kyle. Thank you so much. Thank uh, you, Kyle. We're going to have an update from the Sandestin Wine Festival and Julie Stuckey coming up. Great. 
uncork fun in the sun at the 30th annual Sandestin Wine Festival, April 14th through 17th at Sandestin Golf and Beach Resort. Enjoy flowing wine, live music, culinary treats by regional celebrity chefs, and so much more at a tradition voted best annual event. Stay steps away from the action at Sandestin and enjoy discounted tickets and accommodations. Use promo code WINE16 at sandestin.com wine or call 866-91-BEACH. That's sandestin.com slash wine or 866-91-BEACH. Okay, we're back on the 30A show. Thank you to Kyle for coming by uh, with 30A Wine. It was fabulous, and we've got a huge wine festival on the horizon. It's the Sandestin Wine Festival. It is the Kentucky Derby of wine festivals around here, and you got to go to Julie Stuckey. She kind of runs the whole project over here, don't you, Julie? <laughs> I try. I definitely try. We have a great team over here, and yeah, we're excited about our Sandestin Wine Festival. This is the 30th anniversary of the festival that's so crazy this thing has been going on for a long time you know we've had a lot of practice and uh, we're excited I think this is going to be the best one yet we've got a lot of events planned um, you know people come to our festival all the time for the same thing the grand wine tastings are a most popular event yeah. um, which rightly so we have over 400 wines that are coming in that you can try um, and you can walk over to the ABC fine wine and spirits retail tent and purchase what you've just tried so it's a really neat setup we have for our wine tastings but this year we've actually actually added on seminars. Um, wow. So we have lots of educational opportunities for you. Um, if you know there's something that you want to learn a little bit more about champagne, for sure, that's one of my favorites. So we have two separate seminars that are happening about that, based to bubbles, um, and then um, just kind of about the world of, of champagne. So neat things that you can kind of um, just learn a little bit more about so that there is an educational aspect to, to your wine tasting. It's not hard to get sponsors to come on board for the 30th <laughs> annual... Sandestin Wine yeah. Festival is it? You've got some good ones this we year. We have some great ones this year. Um, Coastal Living has been a part of our festival for as long as I can remember. They're a huge sponsor for us, so we are so grateful that they, um, you know, want to be aligned with our festival. And then we have other ones. You know, 30A has come on this year. Um, we're going to do a kickoff party at Rum yeah. Runners, so we're super excited about that to launch their brand um, for their wines. Um, I guess you were wines. Um, yeah. So we're excited for that too. Um, but yeah, we have we have several sponsors. You know, coming in Good Grit out of Birmingham. Birmingham a huge market for us. Um, we love our Birmingham people. So that's a magazine um, that, that's going to actually sponsor our champagne tent. Um, so that's kind of a neat place people go and hang out. Um, they're going to have some food from Birmingham, um, a couple of surprises in there. So we're so thankful to have Good Grid on as well. So yeah, lots of lots of sponsorships. ABC is huge. Visit South Walton obviously is huge for us. Um, so lots of people in there helping us. And then also we're tied with charities. You mm -hmm. know, I try to push that to make sure people know that you know this is about us giving back to our community as well so Fisher House of the Emerald Coast has been a part of our organization for a long time or, or has helped our organization out rather um, and so they're they you know provide volunteers for us um, and then we also have Sandestin Foundation for Kids which helps local kids here in the community as well um, so two very big well-known um, you know people that we're trying to benefit with this festival it is a fun day 
no matter what day you pick to be out here for the yes, wine festival. I but agree. Let, let's <laughs> let's talk about the weekend in general. Okay. You guys have some really great packages that you can actually just stay on property stay on and property. not have to drive here. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You can hop on the tram. Um, you can go to your room, hop on the tram, get ready, um, come back to the festival, and then go home. Um, or you know, come to the festival, have all the wines, and then um, go to Marlin Grill for dinner. You know, there's there's so many options here, and we we realize that people like to stay where they're playing. Mm-hmm. So um, we do have some accommodation packages. Um, you can actually call 866-91-BEACH. That's how I always remember it. Um, but you can call that and mention Wine 16. And what our rental department actually will do is book your rooms. They do a ticket package so they can get you all fixed up for the festival. And then you don't have anything to worry about. Exactly. And breaking news, breaking news right here on the 30A show. They have Wine Fest packages. They can save up to up to 25%. How about to that? In. Yeah, I know. Just use the <laughs> promo code WINE16. You can visit sandestin.com slash wine yep. or call 866-91-BEACH. Mm-hmm. And they'll give you the best location and rates to come stay here. So the dates for the festival, yes. uh, the kickoff party is Thursday night, April 14th. Correct. And we're honored to be part of this. It is the 30A wine kind of launch for the festival. Yeah. 30A at the 30th. I Isn't think that it? has a nice ring to it. Did we plan that or? I kind of, yeah, we worked on that You figured it out about 10 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) So that's cool. So we'll be over at Rum Runners and uh, there'll be a wine sampling uh, specifically for the 30A wine. We're excited about that. Yeah. And then actually after that, we're going to do a VIP seminar. So you can come to this, um, this launch or whatever, um, and then actually go upstairs to Rum Runners. Mm -hmm. Will Mercer from Mercer Wine Estates is going to be here. He was um, part of this 30A launch. Um, So we're going to have some other samples of 30A and then some vintage stuff from their reserve. So it's going to be a really, really neat um, thing after um, just exclusive, very limited people. Um, and Rum Runners is going to do a very special menu for that as well. So how are think? how are ticket sales right now? Julie? They're fabulous, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, we you know, I don't think that we're going to sell out right now of everything, but uh, we have sold out of one event already. It's our VIP mm-hmm. lounge, which is new this year. Um, Friday night has actually already sold out. I still have some tickets available for Saturday, so it's not too late to get tickets for that VIP. But it's going to be really cool. Again, Marlin Grill is involved in that as well um they're going to be providing appetizers um coastal wine and spirits has sponsored it so we've got all kinds of champagnes that will be exclusive to the vip lounge and you know there's a lot of people that come here for our festival so this is kind of a escape from from the crowds um it starts a little early as well so you can kind of come hang get set up and then you don't even have to go through the grand lines you know so you can actually walk right up to your table as soon as we open the tents um and start so really cool that's cool. So let's talk about the Village of Baytown Wharf as a venue for yeah. an event like this. You don't shut it down to just the festival. That's correct. We actually keep it open to the public, and that's a big thing that we want to push to people. Um, you know, some people actually don't want to drink and have wine. Maybe you have a designated driver. Um, so the village is always open and free to the public. You can come and enjoy um, music. Yeah, and kids are welcome. You know, we have the playground. We've got Blast that's open. Um, Adventure Zone is running kids on the zip line the whole time. So, um, you know, there's lots of things for everyone to do, and we definitely don't shut it down. But we do have this major event going on, so we want people to be mindful of that as well. Um, um, but, you know, you can kind of walk around and look at everything. You will have to have that wristband, though, mm-hmm. um, you know, for, for your um, enjoyment. But I will tell you this. If you're a parent and you do bring your kids, uh, your blast end of day uh, spending <laughs> levels are much higher 
<laughs> then on just a normal day to the village That's of Baytown Ward because you're like, yo, you need 40 more bucks for blast? Sure, no sure, problem. go on in there, kid. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's good. So uh, as far as the rest of the weekend, there's a lot yeah, of other things that are kind of surrounding the festival. Lots of other things going on. Exactly. Um, you know, our merchants are appearing for wine dinners, so there'll be stuff going on. Um, we also have, um, just to touch on some of the seminars we have, um, the first one on Thursday night after the Uncork the Bottle with Will Mercer that we mentioned, and there's actually the ever-changing grapes. So they're going to be going through Pinot. Um, Left Coast Cellars is actually coming in. Um, Luke's going to come in and do this for us. We've paired it with Signature Catering of 30A. So Christopher is all excited about the foods he's going to do for this. Um, we actually just finalized that menu. So I'm super excited to see it. He's always excited. Yeah. Well, he's great. He's great. So we're honored to have him with us for this um, this yeah. one. So we'll have that. And then Friday, we actually um, start off with the Solaris Cruise. Lots of people love that. So it's back mm -hmm. again this year. Um, you know, you're going to tour the Choctahatchee Bay. There's course pairings. Um, it's a really, really cool kind of selective thing. Um, and then after that, ABC is um, sponsoring one of our, our, another seminar for us with Bill Stobbs. And he's going to go through the world of bubbles, again, a champagne um, seminar. So you can kind of learn about that paired with food. Um, so you can, you know, kind of taste things and, um, and really learn more about that. And then we'll go into the first grand tasting, which is that Friday night. Um, and then a VIP, which unfortunately that VIP is sold out, but that's okay. Um, you can still come to our grand tasting that night. Um, and it's really cool. You know, it's at night. It's, um, you know, a little bit smaller. Tends, locals tend to come to the Friday night one more too. So um, definitely like our kickoff and, and lots of fun that night. And then Saturday, um, I don't know if you remember our yoga on the beach. It was extremely popular and sold out. I don't remember <laughs> Well, that's that. okay. It was a little earlier last year. And so um, we, you know, talked to people. We pushed it back a little this year. So it's going to start at nine um, again you'll do a yoga session and then we'll have some mimosas for you to enjoy so really cool uh, little event kind of to start your um, grand tasting day um, then we'll have base to bubbles um, which we had last year a seminar uh, we're going to have that again um, going through champagnes you know taking it from like a chardonnay all the way through so really cool and educational I learned a lot from that one um, standing being a bystander you know kind of watching last year um, then we'll go into the grand tastings again VIP lounge is there um, and then we'll wrap up the whole weekend um, with two more things. We have the brunch on the bay, which again is super popular. It's at the marina at Baytown Wharf. Um, going on, you know, Chef Javier is going to prepare lots of food. There'll be um, coastal um, wine and spirits will also mm -hmm. be there with some signature drinks. Um, and it's beautiful. I mean, it's set on the bay. It's at the marina. So, you know, you're kind of getting this whole Sandestin feel while you're at that event. Um, and then we'll have one more seminar following that too. Um, so sure. lots of things, you know, I know that's a lot of events that we have. Um, so you're welcome to go to sandestinwinefestival.com. Um, we've sectioned it out. You know, we have a schedule and then um, you can actually click on another um, tab under there. So it kind of lays out every event we have with lots of detail. So this is the greatest people watching festival you could ever come it to. Is, yeah. uh, you, even if you're not part of it, go to Lumpy's and just watch and it just all watch. happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, we we definitely are always entertained, um, you know, because we're kind of manning, we're running the ice and we're making sure that the that the wine bottles are there and stuff. So um, it's always entertaining for us too. It's it's a lot of fun for all right, everyone. So last year, I believe it was in the champagne tent, you, you snuck some stuff in for the dudes. Is there going to be any bourbon here this year? 
<laughs> yes, we will have some bourbon. I'm glad you pointed that out. Um, Coastal Wine and Spirits is a big sponsor for us. Um, so Naked Turtle Rum is going to be here. Um, upstairs, we're going to have a couple of bourbons, okay. which will be exclusive for the VIP. So if you're interested in that, I would definitely do it. But we will have a few things in the champagne tent. Sure. Um, so that's kind of our, our tent where people like to hang. And yeah, and we have some some surprises in there for I sure. I know. That was good. So yeah. <laughs> online, you can go to SandestinWineFestival.com uh, for the specials to be able to stay on property, which we recommend. Sandestin.com slash wine. Mm-hmm. Your promo code is wine16, and you can get up to 25% off accommodations and tickets right now. So make sure you do that, and you can follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's at Sandestin or at Sandestin Wine Festival. And uh, also, we're using the hashtag Sandestin Uncorked, so you can probably go back and look at it from last year and yeah. see what we're doing this year. And find Julie on Wine Festival Day and stop her and thank her for this huge party, <laughs> which we get to always come out here and have fun at. So make sure you know it's SandestinWineFestival.com, and the dates are one time again. April 14th for the Thursday night, all the way through Sunday, April 17th. Very cool. That is Julie Stuckey with the Village of Baytown Wharf in Sandestin, and it is coming up, and we are very excited. Thank you guys for listening to the 38 Show today. You can listen to it on podcasts on your iPhone, Android, iPad, or it'll be on 38.com. Thanks, Julie. Thank you. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. Catch the 30A Show, Fridays, 7 a.m., Sundays, 10 a.m. and 6 p.m., or via podcast on 30A.com. Inside our free 30A app for iPhone and Android, iTunes podcast app, and on Apple TV. 